0: Welcome everyone to the Purposely Thriving Podcast where we are growing, evolving, and becoming into our highest self in every area of our lives so that we are able to live authentically and whole as we step into a new chapter. I'm your host, Tanya Carter, and thank you for joining and tuning in with me this week. On this week's episode, I wanted to give you all some encouragement this week. Um, There are times where I just wanna come in and have a really quick, talk about something that was on my heart and I feel the need to share. And what encouraged me to to bring this to the podcast was because on last Tuesday, December the 13th, there was some heartbreaking news that was all over social media about the death of Stephen Boss. And if you don't know him as Stephen Boss, you may know him as Twitch because that was the name that everyone knew him by. And Twitch was a, a DJ. He was a co-executive producer on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He was an amazing dancer, a father, a husband, a friend to many. And he had a lot of fans. And his death was caused by suicide. And in hearing that this was the cause of his death, it left a lot of people in shock. It left a lot of people in denial. It left a lot of people sad and it also left a lot of people with questions attempting to understand the why of this outcome. And as I was reading some of the responses in regards to his death, there were comments such as, well, he always looked so happy. He was so talented. He had so much. He made so many people smile. He had a beautiful family. So this doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. And something's not right. And as I was looking at his page on Instagram, it actually makes sense as to why many would feel this way. Okay. Because when you look at his page, his page is filled with the love he has for his kids. It's filled with the love he has for his wife. It's filled with the love he has for his friends and family. It's filled with his love for dancing. It's filled with the love he has for making others smile, as well as, creating a positive impact on other people's lives and just recently before his death on December the 10th he shared a happy anniversary post to his wife to celebrate their ninth anniversary and then on the 11th of December just two days before he left this world his wife tagged him in a video collaboration that they just did and when that's been the public persona that those from the outside are only exposed to, it's hard to connect and comprehend the internal suffering that he was battling with. And when situations such as suicide happens, one of the most popular statements that you may hear, or you may even said or thought to yourself, is you never know what a person is going through. And one of the reasons why I believe that this statement is often said is because of the perceptions that are formed about others based on what is being displayed. And so based on what we may see from an external factor, we may assume that because they always display a level of resiliency, that they'll always be fine and they'll always figure it out. We may assume that based on what they display, they appear to be happy and optimistic and confident and positive and always smiling we believe because they display that, that they're good. We may also assume that because they display a way to always help others, that they know how to get the help that they need for themselves. We may also assume that because they check off the boxes of achievements and accomplishments, such as marriage, kids, their level of education, their money, Looks, what they do for a living, and status that they appear to have it all. And what happens is when those assumptions are formed, it can create an illusion that suicide has a certain look when in fact it doesn't. And because of those assumptions, as well as the pressure to uphold that identity from those assumptions, I'm convinced many are suffering in silence. And when it comes to the ending of a marriage, or relationship, I want to remind all of you who are listening to me right now that it's okay that you're not okay right now. That's what I want you to know. And why is this important to know? Because when you're suffering in silence, there's a certain external image of self that feels pressured to maintain even though there's a level of pain that you're battling internally. And when it comes to divorce, Divorce is, in fact, the second top stressor in the world. It really is. And the pain of dissolving a marriage is just as intense as losing a loved one in terms of grief. And when you go through relationship dissolution, it often can be minimized in regards to the impact that it can have on a person mentally, emotionally and physically. And so it's important to know that when it comes to dissolving your marriage, that is deeper than a legal attachment. It's also an attachment of safety. It's also an attachment of security. And it's also even an attachment of survival. And those attachments are strong and we cling to them, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. However, When deciding to dissolve, it disrupts that attachment, which also interferes with a person's safety, security, and survival, no matter what the bond was. So there's a disruption as well as restructure of your life that ending a relationship impacts. Okay. It impacts your children. It impacts your family members, your friends. It impacts your finances. And with those different areas of impact, it also brings grief in response to those areas, okay? So it brings grief from the family once living together. It brings grief from the changed communication and contact with the kids now. It brings grief to extended family and friends. It also brings grief to your family home that you once had, as well as your financial security that may have been there. It also brings grief to the life you once had. And it also brings grief of the hopes and plans and dreams that was visioned from this relationship. So there's a level of losses that a person experiences, which also develops feelings of hurt, sadness, defeat, inadequacy hopelessness, helplessness, powerlessness. And those feelings can become very deep and intense within if not dealt with. And so I wanted to drop a friendly reminder this week that if you're experiencing any pain right now, that you do not have to suffer in silence. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to prove to anyone that you're good. You don't need to live up to a standard that others have placed you on. You don't have to mask it. You don't have to bury it. And you don't have to pretend. I want you to remember that it is your right to give yourself permission to get the support that is needed to work through the pain that you're experiencing. And you don't need to apologize for it. Neither should you feel embarrassed or that you failed others. Remember that getting the support you need is your care to yourself, is displaying a level of kindness to yourself, and it's also showing the love that you're giving to yourself in your time of need, okay? One of the things that I have come to really, really understand, I do know that you never know what a person is going through, and I believe that that's often said when someone has lost somebody or even when someone has took their own life. But that is so real and indeed factual. Nowadays, we live behind the cameras of social media, um, where the image can seem as if everybody's life is amazing, and no one is going through anything. But the fact of the matter is, is that no one is exempt from this thing called pain. And no one is exempt from this thing called suffering. The reality is that pain and suffering is inevitable. It really is. However, it doesn't have to be your permanent destination. And, and and I'm saying this to say that if you are in a very dark space where that pain is extremely intense and you don't know how to get from out of that place and you are having suicidal thoughts I encourage you and I beg of you to call or text 988 and that's the suicide and crisis lifeline because it's important for you to get the help and the support that you need. For those who aren't experiencing suicidal thoughts, but you're still suffering in silence, you're still attempting to figure it out on your own, you're still wanting to be strong because that's what you think you should do and that's the expectation of everybody else, I still encourage you to get the help. And that help could be in form of therapy, that help could be in the form of coaching, that help could be in some form of counseling. However, whatever you are, don't ignore that. Don't minimize it, don't sweep it under the rug, don't bury it, don't feel like, Time will heal all wounds Um, because what happens is time alone never necessarily heals the wounds. It's what you do in the time that helps to heal those wounds. Okay, and so that's all I wanted to share today. I just wanted to come on here briefly and just give you all some encouragement, because when I heard that news, um, you know, it, it was painful you know, even from afar, it's like, wow, he's 40 years old. He, you know, he, he looked and appeared um, to, to be a light to this world. And I don't doubt that he wasn't. I actually believe that he was a light to this world. However, there was also some darkness that was that he was battling with. And it was an internal battle that he probably didn't feel like he could fight anymore. And, and what happens is when a person decides to um, do something such as commit suicide, it's not necessarily them taking their own life. It's more about taking away the pain. Okay. And so I felt the need to bring this to the podcast this week, because I believe that we can all really learn something valuable from this situation um, in our own lives so that we can do the things that we need to do individually. So we can Um, make those steps, those small steps every day to break free of things that are holding us in hostage and in bondage, okay? So please make sure that you're following me on my social media handles. My Instagram is Carter. My Facebook is Tanya Carter. The link to connect with me on my social media handles will be down in the show notes. And also, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you can receive notifications on when the next podcast will drop. And also leave a review. If you know that this podcast has been very influential to your journey, growth, healing and development, please head over to Spotify and or iTunes to leave me a review. And last but definitely not least, share this information. If you know somebody who can benefit from this episode that you know is going through a tough time, then please share the link with them so that this can give them the encouragement that they need to help them get through. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in with me this week. I hope you all have a wonderful and amazing week and I'll see you next time.